What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Steamer Season 1 Finale. It's your boy, Gree. Here to close out Season 1 of the Steamers Podcast. Scoop couldn't make it tonight. You know why? And he gets a pass. Eagles closed it out. Well, they didn't close it, but they beat the Cowboys at home. Big win. Hey, I, I got a freaking beer right now, too. So, Cheers. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Eagles won. Control of the division right now. One more week. End of Steamers Podcast Season 1. Bang, bang. Alright, so let's get into it. Nothing nothing to rant against any on this finale here. Felt good, though, to bring the uh, OG song back. Needed to. Needed to run it back one more time. Uh, all right, let's get into this Birds win. So, obviously, there's many ways you can go about it. I I think that Aikman and Buck, for even though how biased they are against the Eagles, they did give credit, and I think they, they hit it right on. It was a perfect team victory. There were every there's parts of every you know branch of our team that played well. Carson Wentz had arguably his most efficient. I mean, he was very good to today. The stat line's not going to say he was amazing, but no turnovers, which is incredible. He was moving the ball, controlled time and possession, made good throws, even with no no supporting cast. I mean, Earth took a big hit. I mean, that was that was probably one of Wentz's worst throws, but uh, other than that, I mean, literally, he's got nothing. He's, uh, Greg Ward is having monster game. And he's not even, he wasn't even on our roster. We didn't even talk about Greg Ward. And I think the the big story is that how you contained Zeke and Amari Cooper. The thing is that we were, we have always been on elite run defense. And that's always, you know, that's our MO. That even on, on our, if it's very hard to run the ball against us. But then you look, I mean, it looked like for a moment there in the second half that Garrett started seeing that, that we had the one-on-one corner matchups and... He could go over the top. But, I mean, they... Sidney Jones, again, he, you know what? You, you gotta ride the hot hand right now. And that's Sidney Jones. That's two games at home where he's made incredible plays late in the game that he's, you know, he deserves to be on the field. Of like, It's hard to find players that you can put in there on a big role and a big, big time of the game and he makes the play. He's on it twice now. It was kind of like what LeBlanc did last year, where, you know, it was hard to take LeBlanc out because he was making plays every time he was on the field. That's the thing. I mean, he should be getting the playing time over Douglas. Douglas got burned a couple times. I mean, Darby got burned on that uh, one deep ball to Gallup. But, I mean, there's like he should be our number three guy, really. It's hard to say that there's been times where he's looked bad this year, but maybe he's starting to come into his own. And if and like I said, if he's making plays now, you got to play him. Overall, I mean, Miles Sanders, uh, hey, you know, Miles Sanders is really starting to turn some heads right now. I mean, a lot of people, like, something we've done on the podcast, something that a lot of people have done is shame Howie's, Howie Roseman for his pick. You know, we finally may have found one that where we actually might have hit on a good value pick. 
Like, Ortega Whiteside had a couple catches today, but still, it, it might take him longer. I, his route running needs to improve, but Miles Sanders in year one has taken a huge leap. Like, he, it's more of when Jordan Howard, like, granted, I we I want Jordan Howard back because that, that gives us a really good dynamic as our running backs. Like, a big power through the tackles guy. Then you have your speed you know, hesitation running back in, in Sanders. So, I, I like, that's a good combo. But, I, I mean, I wish it was, like, someone else. We were getting someone else back. Because right now, I just want to, you, you can just buy Miles Sanders. Like, I'm, I was wishing, you know, we can get some more receiver help or, you know, a, a, like, our D-line's been hurt all year. This is, this is it, man. I mean, you needed... Now, now you control your destiny. You just gotta go beat the Giants, call it a season. I'm fine with. I mean, they're looking seven and in the playoffs, which is. I I mean, we we expected to have what two more wins, eleven and five. It's probably a, a realistic excellent uh expectation. Nine and seven with a couple with a really banged up team. I'll take that. But I want to get more into Carson Wentz. I think I like. I think he had a lot of pressure on this week. He's been playing his best football. I mean, he's been playing great football all year. I mean, he's had some tough games, but he definitely had his his most efficient game. He was moving the ball like when you control the time of possession, and you know you're when you have, our defense comes out and forces a three and out. You're not giving Dak enough opportunity to realize how to beat the defense. Like, and your offense is controlling that. Like, we controlled the first half the entire way. When you like that, that all with your time of possession. So, hey, that was he. He made some good throws, good decisions. He, hey, we had some re- designed runs too. I, I mean, I, I kind of liked it. Like, it wasn't a dumb like screen pass or a, like a run the ball for one yard. It like it picked up like six seven, and you know you're not hurting yourself on second and third down, which was which was a problem. Because we weren't gaining anything on the run game or the first down play, and then second and third down, you're you're you know you're you're battling for 10, 12 yards, and you don't have the the route runners to get that. So, and think about it. You, I mean, we're gonna get Lane Johnson back. You might get Deshaun one or first or second game in the playoffs back, and then, I mean, we're supposed to get Jordan Howard back. You don't know about Aguilar. Here's the thing is that, I mean, from the people that have stepped up, Miles Sanders has definitely earned way more touches. He, he should still be, his workload should not change when when Jordan Howard comes back. But in terms of, like, players that have earned their role, I mean, I, I think Greg Ward has definitely earned the role. He better be on the field during the playoffs. I don't care, like, because he, he's, he's our main guy getting open. And then you have Goddard. Goddard. Credit to Nick, man. The kid, the kid knows. He knew that you know Dallas Goddard destroys Dallas. I mean, just remember that was the David Akers uh, rant before the pick. That was one of the best things, and it was taking Dallas Goddard. I think that he's just gonna have this edge over Dallas his entire career, which is amazing. 
But he, you know, he was finding open spaces. He was kind of doing that earth roll where he, like, he runs that curl out. He finds the open space around the first down, and he makes his move. He had, like, what, nine, nine catches today? So, hey, the two tight end set, loving it. I, I'm, I think Malcolm Jenkins had a very underrated game today. He made a, a, a huge impact. I, I thought he was making plays when he did it most. So, uh, overall, good win. So, now it's time. Time to talk about it. I, we have to. I mean, we have to talk, to play, talk about playoffs now. Not only, not only just for Eagles expectations, which I hope aren't too high for people. I mean, really, our team is not healthy. Like, we're, if you go up against, we're, we're likely looking at a Seattle first round, or and that's the and that's saying that they lose next week, and they're coming off a bad loss against Arizona, and they're gonna they're gonna want to play against well against San Fran. But then, I mean, you also got to look at possibly the, you know, the Packers or Vikings. So. I mean, I think I think we control our own destiny for at least the first round. But when it, if you have to go into San Fran, I I don't like us on the road. I really don't. I mean, it's just like you're asking your team to go up against because these top teams are gonna have, like San Fran's got a really good defense. New Orleans has got one of the best run defenses in the league, and. Michael Thomas cannot be guarded right now. Literally can't guard Mike. So whether or not you're playing New Orleans or San Fran, you have to go on the road. I mean, I prefer to play San Fran. I just, I, I'd rather like the Packers or like the Vikings go into New Orleans and play them. But I mean, I think we can handle a Seattle or a, I mean, we would really luck out if, if we get the Packers. That would, I mean, like that's who you want to play first round because, you know, Aaron Rodgers had up and down games. You, obviously, you don't want to go up against Aaron Rodgers, but I mean, or the, I mean, you could take the Vikings on too. The Vikings are banged up, but Kirk Cousins is playing at a hot hand. Both you want to take on one of that one of those uh, NFC North guys. I don't want to take on the Seahawks. It's just like I think we can beat them, but still, like that. If Russell Wilson's in a groove and he's so hard to, you know, sack him, you, I mean, it's tough. And Wentz hasn't had the greatest, you know, success against Seattle. He's had a couple decent games, but nothing crazy. I'd rather take on the Packers or the Vikings. All right, but let me get into my picks for the playoffs based on where we're at now. All right. So if the playoffs ended today. San Fran one, New Orleans two, Packers three. I this is not including. Obviously, we have the Monday night game that's going to happen tonight. Yeah, Packers three, Philly four, Seattle five, Minnesota six. And I think that it's the the way the NFC would play out. Right now, we would play Seattle. I think we would beat Seattle right now. That's assuming we might, we should get a player or two back. And I think Carson Wentz keeps his hot streak going next week. 
So I think that he would, you know, I mean, and you get the game at the link. No one wants to play at the link. I think this, that's one of those home game, really close, like, like kind of like the Atlanta divisional, uh, what was that, the wild card divisional round two years ago when we had against Atlanta and we, it was just that crazy game, the one where Jalen Mills made that corner play. I think Philly beat Seattle. And this game currently would be in Green Bay. I'll get the Packers. Honestly, I think that they're probably going to have a healthier team. I think, you know, that's this is a stage where I think the Vikings are going to win tonight, which would probably flip around if this if this ended up being in Green Bay. I mean, good luck in, in, Lam, in uh, Lambeau when playoffs, divisional round. This is, this is just... This is this is Aaron Rodgers like peak time. Like he, I think he's gonna come out and light up the first round, and then you're possibly gonna ask him to go on the road, and I I just don't know. Um, I think it would play out that the Saints and 49ers, no matter what happens, would would win. I think the 49ers have a lot of depth. Um, they're not really hurting too bad. Their defense is playing solid. They have a really good pass rush. Secondary is playing solid, and Jimmy G has. You know, he's had flashes where he's looked really good. I mean, they looked kind of shitty against the Rams, but then they started playing really well, and then you see what they can do. So I like San Fran and New Orleans. And if a San Fran-New Orleans matchup occurs, I'm taking the Saints to go to the Super Bowl. All right, so Saints out of the NFC. AFC, here you go. Right now, you got Baltimore 1, New England 2, Kansas City 3, Houston 4, Buffalo 5, Tennessee 6. I'm so happy. I, I really want Tennessee to stay in here because a first-round game of Tennessee-Kansas City, of that rematch after Tennessee won, and then this goes into Kansas City, I mean, that was a great game, and Tannehill lit it up. And Tannehill's playing an elite level right now. Like, yeah, that that's your comeback player of the year. I mean, he like he he basically got thrown out of his job. He came into a new a new system, learned it, took over the a, a young starter's role, and and ran this team back into a like this team has high hopes going forward, and I think they really should. But I still in that game, I'm going to take Kansas City. As much as momentum as Tennessee might have, Kansas City. I mean, I think Scoob made the good point, and I think a lot of people might start realizing this, is that they are really being counted out right now. And, and Mahomes is there. Tyreek Kelsey's there. Their defense has been playing a lot better lately. They're starting to hang 35-40 on people again. So, I'm I'm feeling Kansas City. Then you're looking at uh, Houston-Buffalo. I like... This game can go either way. I think Josh Allen's had a really good season, and I think he doesn't get enough credit. That defense is playing well. And Houston's a huge hit or miss. Like, Houston can come out and light up Buffalo, but then they can go, you know, go play Kansas City because I'm, I'm taking Kansas City, and you might get I really want to see a Kansas City-Houston game, if that would be possible, but we won't see that. Uh, but they'll probably play New England. Or, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Let me just get to it. I don't think it matters who wins a Houston-Buffalo game. Um, I mean, I just, 
you, you play New England, I think New England's going to win. Assuming, I'm pretty sure, assuming Kansas City wins or how the seeding is, I think the Chiefs are coming out of the AFC. So, I think the Ravens are going to win. But if they play Kansas City, they'll lose. That's all I'm saying right now. I might have like confused a little bit with this with the the bracket, but I think it's because the, the seating's really close right now, so it might change up a little bit. But I just think no matter what, this is I think I think Kansas City's coming out of the AFC. I just their their team's got so much firepower, and you know it's all it's been the Lamar show all year. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. But we all we all know who who can do it at any time. I think it's Mahomes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on the Pats. I still think the Pats, like as long as, like like I said, as long as they don't match up against Kansas City, I think they'll win the first round. Whoever matches up against Kansas City is going to lose. But I I mean, it's tough. I think that I just don't think the Pats have enough on their offensive side. Like it, I'm not counting Brady out. I'm just I don't think from their like their offense hasn't been where it's been like where it should be. Like they still have, I mean they're they're battling some injuries, but not too bad. Baltimore's healthy as long as I mean we'll see what happens with Mark Ingram, but they still got their team and their defense is playing a lot better. So Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, New Orleans Super Bowl. I think I think this is it. I'm I'm going. This is Drew Brees' second title, and I think this is this is where he sends it off. Kind of like how you know Peyton ended with the the Super Bowl. Um, I I, I think this is a similar send off. I think Drew Brees ends ends his uh his career. Teddy time. There it is. Holy shit! New Orleans over Kansas City. That's what I'm picking. I don't know. Don't think it's Andy Reid's time yet. He's got to wait another another couple years. A couple more cheesesteaks. All right. That's your that's your NFL playoff prediction. Now. I wanted to get into the cash out blackout recap. The last one. I mean, alright, so I ended up doing the the big lineup again. The QBs I whiffed on. I mean, it's just I ended up, you know, basically trying to spend my money on Lamar. Because yeah, like like don't get me wrong, it's Lamar. Like when you can, you can. Went up against him. You need Saquon. I said Saquon. I mean I said that. His price is still good. You just saw what Miles Sanders did to him. And I told you the Camara value, seventy two hundred. I literally, I only got him into a couple, but I was really upset that he, I couldn't get him into my big one because I was only a hundred dollars off. I was expecting more of McLaurin. I mean, he had a solid game. He just didn't get really didn't get a touchdown. The Browns. Uh, I mean, I said the Odell take that like his price is really good. He got that late game touchdown. Hey, tight ends. 
Went with the Nick take on Goddard. I, I was taking a lot of Hollister, too. I mean, Hollister did... Uh, dude, that that other guy that caught the touchdown, Hollister was right next to him, if you didn't see it. That was kind of horseshit. Uh, defenses, I mean... Eh. I took. The, I ended up taking the Jets. I didn't realize how cheap they were. They were 3600 and they were playing against the Steelers, and that's kind of really favorable. And they ended up having double digits. I mean... You could have taken the Colts. That was kind. Of, that was what you needed. That was thirty points. And they were. I mean, they're. It's the Colts. Like you know what I mean. I didn't win any of my fantasy championships. Went over two. But hey, we didn't Fanduel. That's all that matters. I cashed out the week. Hopefully you did as well. Hopefully you won some of your championships. Alright. So here's the thing. I would I did more in depth on the cash out blackout before. But it's kind of boring. You're like you already, you already got the picks. Like the, the fantasy season's already over now. Unless if you're going to a Monday night sweat, hats off to you. That's that's what fantasy's all about. If your championship's coming down to this Packers Vikings game, that's what I like to hear. Me? No. I got Saquon. Okay. We gotta get into some NBA before I'm done, right? Like, I mean, that's just that's just what it is. All right, let's start with let's start with Christmas because obviously this is a huge like day. Actually, yeah, let me get into the, the Christmas games first. So I, I just thought of this whole tournament thing. I want to I want to get into that as well. All right, so let's start with the Christmas games. So you have five games. And now I looked up the spreads on ESPN, and there's no way these are right. And if this is what's out there, this is ridiculous because I don't know why these are like this. All right, first game: Celtics at the Raptors. ESPN saying minus three and a half for Toronto. I am hammering the Celtics to cover that. I honestly think you should just take the money line. If any Toronto Raptor team in this game is favored, I don't know why I said it like that, but if Toronto's favored, you take the Celtics. No matter what, you can take the spread. I should say take money line at that point. They're not going to have Siakam. I'm probably, I don't know if, I don't think they'll have Powell. I mean, they're coming off a, a really strange win. They were getting blown out against the Mavericks and then they came back, which, you know, it happens, but not like. If your team's getting blown out, that means that you were playing really bad. And I've like I feel like that's gonna be more of their identity. They're not gonna be I mean, you're missing you're really missing a lot of talent. Give me the Celtics in that one. Uh Bucks Sixers. You know uh, this is uh this is tough. Because Philly a week ago, or a week from like this time a week ago. We were still undefeated. I, b- I believe we were still undefeated at home. We had two losses this week. I was at one of them. What the shit? But honestly, I think a lot of people, especially if Philly has any type of favor in this, is going to hammer the Bucks. Honestly, give me Philly. This is like this is one of those matchups where I mean, this is going to be a lot of evaluation here, and the, and this is like the prime time game. This is the two thirty game. Not the prime time, prime time, but like the five o'clock is usually what it is. But this is where, I mean, we get to see 
It's first off, like I said, ESPN says minus three and a half. I I would actually take Philly to cover that. But I, I like this is where Embiid. I think Embiid's going to show people like this is a prime time game for him. You're going to see someone match up with Giannis that can match up with Giannis, and that's in Simmons or Embiid. And I, I just don't think they they have the right size to play against us. I think this is a like this is a game where Tobias Harris has to you know find his find his rhythm. He's probably gonna have like Middleton on him. I mean, like, this is I, I like us in this game. I think we had a couple bad losses, but like I said, I don't panic in the regular season. Like I see things like uh, against our rivals that we play against in the playoffs. Maybe that's when I get a little like nervous. Like when we lose to Toronto. And Embiid has a shitty game, and it's after what happened last year. Then I start to worry about Toronto or the Celtics. This Bucks game can tell you something. I think it does give you an evaluation. One of the best in the world. But like I said, I don't worry about the Bucks. I want to play the Bucks of all the of instead of the Celtics or the Raptors. It's just you know like. Because you can make the Bucks become a shooting team, and you you probably have a favorable matchup. I mean, Giannis he took down LeBron the other night when he was hitting threes. But like I said, how often is Giannis going to do that? It's like that was like the, his highlight night when he finally hit like four threes. So I'm don't get me wrong, he's a phenomenal player, but I think that you have a better chance against the Bucks than you do the the Celtics or the Raptors. So the, I'm I like the Sixers in this game. I think we match up way better. That's my mammer. Alright. Now this is where I really don't believe ESPN. Because this is definitely wrong. And this is why I said that I'm not... like You can look at these spreads, but this is not... I'm just going off what ESPN has. Alright. Rockets Warriors is at <laughs> 5 o'clock. And Rockets are one and a half point dogs. Now I know what you're thinking. Is Greek going to give you a Golden State take? No. He agrees not. I am not giving the Golden State take at all. I don't know who did this or how this hasn't been corrected, but I would hope that someone notices that Golden State is not going to win this game. James Harden will drop 50. If you're doing an NBA fan duel, make sure you take James Harden. And, yeah. There you go. There's not much else to say about that. The Warriors suck. They're tanking. They're going to get another star. Curry's going to come back. Clay's going to come back. They're going to add Russell to the lineup. Draymond's going to be there next year, and they're going to add one more player. Honestly, it doesn't even matter who's there. Once Steph and Clay are on the floor, that's all that's going to matter. And my take about Draymond Green is correct. Draymond Green is not an all-star. She's never been. And. Ooh. That's actually. My. This thing is. This popped in my head. Sorry. I mean. I, I, I want to know if people debate. If Ben Simmons should be an all-star. Because of. Dray, like how Draymond Green is. But it's different. Because they're still like the same type of player. They're like. Facilitating defensive studs. That. Don't get. Respect shooting the basketball. But Ben Simmons does take over the game more efficiently. When he decides to. 
But like I said, yeah, next year, Warriors, they'll be back. All right, Clippers-Lakers, 8 o'clock. This says Clippers minus 1.5. I mean, they play in the same arena. They still both played stables. And like I said, I mean, the, the Lakers are kind of banged up. They're not. Kuzma's is still on a minute restriction. Anthony Davis is battling a shoulder injury. LeBron apparently has some type of shoulder injury. Just give me the Clippers. I think this is, you know, I, I really hope everyone plays. I, I think that this is a real, like, I wish this was the 5 o'clock game because the 8 o'clock game is like a long, like, th- that's just like you've been watching basketball all day. Do you want to continue to watch basketball? Time Like, that's like, because some people have work tomorrow or that day after. I wish I was 5, but I'll probably end up watching it. I'm taking the Clippers. As long as the spread doesn't get too wild, I'm, I'm taking them to cover it as well. If the Lakers get favored at all, I am taking the Clippers money line. If I could. I can't, actually. This is just my picks. Alright, no, Nuggets-Pelicans. There's no take for the Nuggets-Pelicans. There's no Zion. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ingram's playing well. But this is like a primetime game for the Pelicans to show what they're trying to offer up at the trade deadline. A la J.J. Redick. So that's that. All right, I'll, uh, before I wrap up my NBA takes, I want to get into this expansion... Like, not expansion, but the the like the mid-season tournament. What the hell? I mean, this is actually I like I'm it, my thing is like what the hell are they do they propose in these meetings now? Like this is like I don't know how this hasn't been brought up before. I like this idea. I mean, it's kinda like the March Madness side. Like, people are gonna treat it like a March Madness thing. It's like a mid season playoff, but it's gonna be all these games, all these teams. Basically, what's going to become is like it's going to be a mini bracket, and then my problem is, how is it possible that this tournament could pay out someone a million dollars more than their contract on their team for a year in one tournament? Like, don't get me wrong. Some of the NBA contracts are absolutely fucking absurd. Like, people are getting 50 a year, 45, or Giannis is going to get that, I, I don't, I can't even remember if he already got it, but he's going to get that 50 mil a year, and there are players in the NBA that are on a roster making like 800 grand or some shit like that, but they could play in this tournament, sit behind their superstars, and their superstars could carry them to get a million dollar check. I don't, I mean, I like, I understand they need to give incentive. I mean, the million, like, there's just, like, is like, are we going to get load management in the, in the tournament? Or, like, what's going to happen? Or, like, the first injury that happens is, like, is the tournament going to be shut down? I just, like, and then, are they going to increase the salary cap in, like, like, two months after they find out that, that players are just going to get an extra million now? Like, what, what am I, like... There's so many things that can go wrong with this or go right. I just don't understand how players are getting paid less than this for the whole season. Like you play 82 games, but you win a like a five game tournament, and you, you get you more money. 
That's just absurd. I don't know. I like the idea. I mean, I think it's going to bring better opportunities for, like, gambling and, like, betting and shit. Like, because basically you're going to have another bracket to fill out. I just wonder when they're going to do it. I guess it's going to be over, like, the winter break type type ordeal. I don't know. Will it be in, like, certain arenas? Like, are you just going to treat it like normal games and then you, you travel to, like, the stadiums and that counts as a bracket game? Are you going to do it, like, how the NCAA does it where they do, like, primetime big locations for it? Like, you're going to have, like, Clippers, Lakers, and, like, fucking, like, I don't know, Texas or some shit. I don't know. It, it's, it's a curious thing. I, I, I mean, I'm all for it, like I said. But I just don't know, what, like, how they're going to do it. All right. Now, let me give my general NBA prediction. Because I can't really pick the playoff matchups. And you can't really, you know, it, there's so much time and so much shit that's going to change. Number one. I think Kevin Love will go to a contender. Now, the rumors have him going to the West. Like Portland or some shit like that. If he goes to Toronto and Toronto has Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Abaka, Kevin Love, and Marcus All, they will probably be my pick to come out of the East. If he goes to Toronto. Any other team he goes to in the East, I'm I think will survive. So I would take the Sixers to come out of the East. Drew Holiday's an interesting name. I mean, he could he could definitely shake up a team. He's a, he's a good defensive guard who can handle the ball and score, and he he kind of fits a role. But I really think the East is ours to lose. Milwaukee, I go. I think if it ends up, we have to play Milwaukee for the, you know, the Eastern Conference. I think we could take them in six games. I don't think they have a home court dominance. I think that they're just a good team that beats up on on bad teams, and they play solid. Like they beat the Lakers. Like you know what I mean. Like they they can play solid against good teams. But it's just, I'm not there with them yet, man. I I just don't feel like. Like, like, but the regular season does not tell you what he's going to be. Like, you got to go off of what they did in the playoffs. You got to go off of how, how, like, they're. Milwaukee went far last year. They don't, like, they, they took Toronto, but then Toronto, you know, they, they whooped their ass. So that, like, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, Philly took Toronto the seventh game and it took him that last shot that Kawhi made. That was a miracle that bounced off the rim and just dropped in. That, like, Philly told me something last year. Obviously, we don't have Jimmy Butler, but you see these games where if Embiid's playing at his, on his shit, I mean, Horford's been, has had some really good games. Some He's, he's an RA player, but he can D up. He fills in for the Embiid minutes. Simmons, I mean, I think Simmons needs to be more aggressive. 
I don't know, like, what how else we need to motivate him to do it, but he, I, I, we need to see more from Simmons on the offensive side. I agree. I don't like the. My problem is I don't like the ha- the half court pass that he does when he walks up the court, calls himself a point guard, and he hands it to the center at the past the three point line. That's not that's not an offense. I don't know if that's a Brett Brown thing or a Ben Simmons thing, but whatever that is needs to be fixed. If they can fix that, play their defense, then I think they can come out of the East. I think we I think we have Boston's number. I'm not worried about Boston. If there's anything we need, honestly, like people are saying we need we need this, we need that. Really, you need a shooting score, like a score, like that's what you what we want. But where does he fit in on our, on our starting? You're not taking our our starting five. Diebold's earning more minutes by each game. I mean, you're going to continue to develop him. Maybe a shooting guard, but like that's where Thibault fits in. He fits in with Harris as well. I think Burke can handle your backup point guard minutes. I really want Burke to start playing more. Mike, I mean, maybe an upgrade from Mike Scott, but I, I, Mike Scott's got a lot of love from Philly, so that's your East. I mean, that's where I am. West, I, I mean, the Rockets are getting hot right now. I mean, I, I like the Rockets. I don't think they're gonna win it, and it's this idea like the Harden. Harden is another animal. All right, like he's his own species. Westbrook. He like he's been playing well. They've been meshing well. Um, I still think that they they still need like another down low player. Like they need like a they need a stretch four as well. Like they I don't think they have enough. I mean they would have to give up some pieces, but I don't think they have enough to go get like a, a Kevin Love. If they did, I would probably take them. But I think that this is the Clippers to lose. Clippers have all all you can ask for for a team. Two superstars that can both go light it up for 30 points. You got a bench scorer who can light you up for 30 points. You have a premier defender of the guard position in Patrick Beverly. Shamit is a nice shooting player to have out there if your stars are feeding the ball out. Harrell is a great player to bring off the bench. He should honestly just be the starter. I just there's so much with that team that like they can they're very flexible they match up very well. I think the Lakers are good. I don't like the they got the most experience of any team in the West. Like they they when it comes down to matching up with another team like they they have experience like LeBron. You know his best basketball is played in those playoffs right now. Like last like what like five years I've I've just noticed that every year he gets to the playoffs and he plays absolutely. Like lights out. So, I mean, you're gonna they're gonna match up, but like, that's the thing. Kawhi and PG are two elite defenders. So, I'll take the defense. Kawhi's got his experience now. I mean, AD has not gone that far in the playoffs before, so this is a first for him. Yeah, he's gonna have a lot more pressure on him. But he's been playing. I mean, they've been playing well. So I think this is the Clippers to lose. I think the I will really want to see like a Rockets Lakers uh, second and third round. You know, 
really think that would be fun to see Harden and LeBron go at it for six, seven games. All right. So that would be the finals would be the Clippers and the Sixers, barring any unexpected big moves like a Kevin Love trade to one of our rivals. And sad to say, I do not think we will beat the Clippers. I think Clippers, like I said, this is I think this is theirs to lose. I would it, like that's why I'm I'm hoping that we don't have to face up against the Clippers. I think if we don't face them. And you go up against the Lakers. I I don't even know if we beat the Lakers right now. I don't. I I like I said, the thing about LeBron is that he's gotten better in the playoffs every year. So unless Ben Simmons is gonna come out and say he's gonna lock down LeBron, like that's that's what you're looking at. They don't we don't have the experience there. Brett Brown definitely doesn't have the experience to, you know, give give us the coaching performance that we're gonna need against a team like that. So that's where we stand. All right. Well, here we are. All right, guys. First of all, I just want to thank everyone for their support, for listening, for giving me a chance, you know, to voice my opinions. I really appreciate all the feedback I've gotten, all the love I've gotten. It's it's. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. Second, I want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Hope your 2020 goes as well as you want it to go. Um Yeah. I know Scoob wish you could be here. You know, he, I I don't like I said He's out there getting hammered. Eagles won. That's that's where we're at. Hopefully, it was Philly gets us somewhere that we get. You know, we want. I'm not expecting any championships this year, but if we do, hey, let's go. But hey, like I said, thank you everyone. This is the Steamer Season One Finale with your boy Greed signing off. Have a great New Year.